0: Keep going, then. Welcome to the Parenting with Confidence podcast. I am your host, Teresa Alexander-Inman, board-certified behavior analyst and infant-toddler developmental specialist. Today, I am super honored to have as my guest, Dorsey Ross. Dorsey was born on January 1977 with a congenital disability known as Apert syndrome. When he was born, his forehead was pushed forward and his nose and mouth were pushed inward. And I'm just saying that just for context. Um, His fingers and toes were fused, meaning, meaning that he had no individual movement. Doctors gave Dorsey's parents no hope for his survival and advised them to put him in an institution. His parents both knew and trusted God, and they believed that God would do great things in Dorsey's life. And throughout his life, Dorsey has overcome so many obstacles and trials and being, you know, being bullied and called names like monster and freak, undergoing multiple operations. Dorsey's teacher even told him that he'd never make it through college. And let me tell you, people, he graduated from university and he is today an evangelist Welcome, 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 Dorsey. Thank you so much for having me, Tariq. I appreciate it. Oh my gosh. It's my absolute pleasure, sir. You know, your story is just so inspiring. And, you know, at a time where parents, I think they need hope. And if you cannot provide that hope for them, Dorsey, I don't know who can. You know, with everything that you've gone through and you are thriving, you are just. An amazing human being who's gone through so much. You've basically gone through the fire. And look at you now. Thank you. You are welcome. So tell us, Dorsey. I just want to go right to it. How did you overcome people making fun of you?
1: Well, it's not not easy, you know, overcoming that. And to a degree, you know, I'm still dealing with it. I'm still dealing with people making fun of me, you know, and from adults to little kids, you know, teenagers and little kids. And to a degree, I understand, you know, the little kids. They don't, you know, maybe fully understand, you know, why I look differently or why I look the way that I do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I've, I've put you know, more to, to blame when it comes to that on the on the parent for not explaining that and not explaining why people, you know, like myself look differently and look, you know, maybe maybe, you know, weird or maybe, you know, look, you know, like a monster or like a freak. And you know, to the uh flip side of that, when it comes to the adults, You know, I try to go on, you know, quote-unquote, Christian dating sites, Mm -hmm. and I've, you know, gotten, you know, people that have said to me, why do you look weird, you know, um, why do you look differently? And I understand the question, but, you know, when it's the first comment out of your mouth, you know, you're like, really? You know, let's talk first, and then I'll explain to you my story, and what ha- what has happened to me in my in my life. And you know, sometimes it's getting it's gotten better over time. But, you know, when people would, you know, make fun of me or people would stare at me and whatnot, it would, you know, frustrate me and it would upset me. And it you know, depending on, you know, who it was and where it was and things like that would upset me and other times I would just you know try to pluck it off and walk it off but obviously you know the reason why I've overcome it to the extent that I have is because of having God in my life and having faith in my life and realizing that he created me for a reason and a, and a purpose and that he created me
0: inside my
1: mother's my mother's body
0: yes and apparently i mean it's obvious that he has a purpose for your life because if he didn't you would not be here today you know doctors gave you next to no chance of surviving and look at you now which is amazing you are a miracle sir (laughs) amen yes so oh my gosh and it just honestly it's it's so sad that again um you know, and again, I'm not judging parents. They don't know what they don't know. And they're probably uncomfortable, but it's really important to have those uncomfortable conversations with children because yeah. God created us all equal. And like Dr. Steve G. Jones says, we all have a value of one. Nobody's better than anybody else. We are all equal. In God's eyes, we are all equal. And it's so important to teach children that lesson.
1: Right. Right. And it could be also that they're embarrassed as well, that, that their kid would say something or, you know, do something like that. And then they're like, all right, well, how do I handle this, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's true, you know, because it is difficult. You know, your child puts you on the spot and they say something and it's like, what do I do? And, you know, we freeze sometimes and I get it. Uh, but so, which is why we're having this conversation now, because this is an important conversation for parents to have with their children, because I see it in schools, children making fun of other children because of something that they can't control. So it's really important, you know, for that conversation to happen, because, but for the grace of God, it could have been any of us.
1: Yeah, and then I, I went to a school for people with disabilities my whole life up until I graduated high school and even in that school, you know, where you would see where you would think that there'd be um, you know, love and confidence with each other, there's still kids in that school that would make fun of, you know, other students. Yeah.
0: And sadly, though, when we do that, doesn't it make, you know, some people do it because it makes them feel better. It's like, well, I'm not as bad as this person. And, you know, I hear it with students all the time. Well, he, he, What he did was worse than, you know, than what I did. And I'm not as, you know, and we use that to comfort ourselves in some way. And I think we just need to stop. We need to teach children not to comfort themselves at the expense of others. Right. Wow. So... Wow. So how did your faith help you go through life? Because I know you've mentioned that a lot, um, you know, like when I read your story and that. So how like just give me give us some specific examples, because maybe that's another way that parents who have children who are encountering challenges can help their child help themselves get through it.
1: Yeah, well, I, you know, I grew up, you know, in the church and I gave. My life to Christ at the age of 13. And, you know, I, I think it's, it's starting to, I was starting when I was older. Um, I came up with a, my own, um, you know, my own saying is, which is can't is, my, is not in my vocabulary. And it's not just that I don't, I didn't use it when I was older. Is that I really didn't use the word "can't" throughout my whole throughout my whole life. Because my parents always allowed me to figure out for myself what I could and could not do, and couldn't wasn't very much. You know, I have limitations in my arm, where I can't lift my hands above my head. Mm-hmm. Um, But that didn't stop me from going out and playing basketball or playing baseball in in the street or playing, you know, playing, you know, softball or football or whatever that might be. And even, you know, in the school and in the gym, I would play sports and I got knocked down and I had to go to the nurses' office and have my dad, you know, come and get me and take me to the hospital to make sure I was okay. And, you know, and, I, you know, the confidence in that I do, I think it was the God-given confidence that he gave me to say, hey, I'm going to open up the door for you to do these things so that, you know, so that you can see what I'm going to, maybe what I'm going to do for you throughout your life. And I think you know if I didn't have that, I don't know you know where it would be today. You know, if I didn't have the confidence to go out and try these things and you know to do these things in my life, you know I don't know where it would be today you know, and if you know I've, obviously my parents didn't have their faith in God and their faith in what you know they thought God would do. In in my in their life, in my own life, I probably I may be in the institution, I may be dead, you know. Doctors told my parents, we don't think he'll survive past the age of
0: 18. And look at you now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Now you talk about confidence, because I know for me, I didn't have a lot of it, and sometimes I don't. and there are a lot of children who don't have that confidence I mean the confidence enough to you know do like open a package for themselves I was at a school yesterday and this little girl she had uh fruit snacks in a package and she wanted help to open it and I said sweetie I know you can do it by yourself she goes no I can't so I said well get a friend to help you no they're too little to help me And I thought, oh my gosh. So I actually got one of her peers to help her so that she could see size did not matter. Right. Yeah, but that's a confidence issue, isn't it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Wow. So what are some other ways? Because you said your parents allowed you to struggle and do things yourself, to figure it out yourself. Are there any other ways that they helped to develop confidence in you? I think it was in in my schooling as I got older. You know,
1: in my schooling, because I struggled, you know, in school. I didn't do well in certain subjects and math and text and, you know, reports and stuff like that. And I think as I got older, um, you know, I wanted to see, you know, what was out there for me. You know, would I go out and become a, a nurse? Would I go out and... Do something in technology or in computing and you know, you know, being a, a ghost um, in the in the coast guard or in you know, in a lifeguard or whatever you know, whatever I was thinking that that time, and you know, you said earlier that you know the doc the teacher said I wouldn't make it in college, and I was there in that meeting, and my mom was there in that meeting. And, you know, the people, it was an IEP meeting or something to see what the next step for me would be. And they, you know, these people asked the teacher, do you think that Dorsey will be able to make it in college? And he said, no, I don't think that Dorsey will be able to make it in college. And then they asked me and I said, yeah, I think I can make it. And I think that's again where that confidence came from, where I was able to, if because I was able to overcome all these difficulties that I had to face in my life, I I said, well, if this is another difficulty that I'm gonna have to face,
0: then I'll I'll face it and see what see what happens. That is so incredible. You are incredible, sir, because like like I said, I just see it every day, you know, you give a child a pencil, I can't do it. And I'm thinking they need you. They need somebody who will help say, listen, I've done this and, you know, I have these challenges, you know, that would really, you know, like I said, you are an inspiration. Thank you. So what is one of the hardest things that you've had to face?
1: I think, I think you know, schooling was definitely a hard thing. I had to go to four years of, um, barber, uh, excuse me, four years of community college. And because I wanted to become a, a youth pastor at, at the time, I went to do, you know, five more years at a barber college. And, you know, in the end, I was able to get two associate's degrees and one bachelor's degree in youth ministry from the University of Valley Forks. And I also think, you know, another difficult thing for me would be, you know, dating and relationships with the opposite, you know, sex, you know wanting to date a female and wanting to find that future wife that I think God had for me out there somewhere. And I think that's one of the, you know, difficult difficult things. And I think that's part of where I lack confidence yeah. is asking a girl out or asking for her phone number or asking her out for for coffee. Because I'm afraid of, you know, rejection. I'm afraid of what she'll say. And I'm afraid of what, you know. What's going to be the that comment that he'll
0: he'll make? Yes, I can only imagine that is pretty you know that the difficulty in that. And again, because like you said, you know, people start judging before they hear anything that you have to say and And that's you know a societal thing, and which is why I think it's really important that parents teach, you know, have these conversations with their children, even though they don't know somebody who, you, they may not know somebody who has a different ability that they can, you know, talk to them about, because in this world, we've got people with differing abilities. So it's just really important to have those conversations so that as they develop, it's like, oh yeah, that, you know, that's Darcy's got Apert syndrome, you know, it's, you know, <laughs> you know, I got one of my instruct, one of my um supervisors would say, when we talked about children with disabilities that, listen, I have a, a, a you know, he'd say disability. I like to see different abilities, but <laughs> you know, but he'd say that he has a disability because he wears glasses. We all have something that we need that we struggle with. Right. And, um, and there are people, Dorsey, who don't struggle, who struggle with dating, and they don't have a differing, you know, they don't have a different ability. Yeah. It's just, you know, people out there, life, and we just have to be more open to people. Yeah. And I'm talking a whole lot. I think I'm talking too much. <laughs> Dorsey, tell us about your book.
1: Yeah, I wrote my book um, called Overcomer. Discovering God's Plan Against All Odds, and I originally wrote it in two thousand sixteen, and then I did an updated version of it in um, came out in twenty twenty, and it's a story of of uh, my life, you know, from much from birth until um, until I, until I graduated from from college. And it talks about, you know, what I've been through, what I've, you know, what I dealt with, what I've had to overcome in my life and what I've had to face in
0: my life as well. Awesome. Now, what would you tell a parent who has a child, you know, an infant, a toddler, any child with a different ability?
1: Yeah, I would tell them, you know, you know, just like my parents they allow them to figure out for themselves, you know, what they're able to do and what they're capable of doing and don't put them in a bubble and, just, and you know, don't put them in a the bubble and say, well, because he or she has this or has that, they're not going to be able to do this or do that, you know. And don't listen to the doctors. Don't always listen to people on the outside um, of your circle. And, you know, if they're telling you that they're not going to be able to do it, don't always listen to them. Don't always go by what those specific people are telling you to do or telling you that your child is not going to be able to, to do that.
0: Awesome. And you know, like I always say, parents are the expert with respect to their children. So all these other people can come to say, do this, do that. But look at Dorsey's parents, they didn't listen to the experts. And they went ahead and just had faith and believed and allowed him to get up on his own when he fell and allowed him to struggle. And that built resilience. And look at you now. (laughs) So super awesome. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. So Dorsey, if there's one thing you want parents to leave this moment with, what would that be? I
1: would just say that you know, if I can do all the things that I've struggled with and that I've dealt with and I've had to overcome with, you know, we can all we can all do it. You know, we can all overcome the struggles and the difficulty that we've we face in life and especially your your children and you know your teenagers can do the same thing as well.
0: Yes. And it does start at birth though, right? Because if your parents didn't believe in you believe in you from birth and believe that you were going to overcome, do you think you would have overcome? No, I don't think I would have. Mm-hmm. Wow, incredible. Thank you so much for sharing your amazing story, Mr. Dorsey Ross. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, it's been an honor. Uh, Please tell me, how can people get hold of you? Yeah, people can get a hold of me,
1: you know, on Instagram at at Dorsey.Ross y, r o s s two s -S 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 is there. And then they can find me on my Website at www. dot com, and you can buy my book directly from there
0: as well. Awesome, and the book is called Overcoming, yes. Yes, Overcomer. Overcomer, sorry, Overcomer. Get his book, Overcomer, and go to his website, dorothyrossministries. dot com. Yes. Thanks again, Dorsey. Be blessed. Well, you are blessed. Continue to be blessed. (laughs) All righty. Okay. So hopefully we can do this again sometime, Mr. Dorsey. Yeah, definitely. Sounds good. Awesome. 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 Well, thank you so much.
1: Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Thank you.